Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Okay, so, imagine, if you will, that you have provoked a civil war, and you're standing watch at a barricade on account of this civil war you've provoked, and you've never seen a horse before, uh, and also you're four foot tall, and then a screaming giant on a horse has happened to you. You will understand roughly the situation outside of the room that our players are in. Inside of the room, we have Ember and Trick firmly holding a door shut, Rill putting his armor on, Maynard trying to cast Tiny Hut as fast as possible, which unfortunately is the same as as slow as possible, being 10 minutes. Uh, Magic. Point of order. Point of order, it's 11 minutes. (laughs) If you get killed at the 10 minute mark, everyone's going to hate you. Listen. Uh, you knew who I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying to get it down to ten minutes. <laughs> it's not going to work. It is going to be enough. Outside of the room, there's been a lot of voices. Um, there was a there was a lot of of horse screaming for a while, which has now stopped. There's people shoving on the door, and after a minute or two of holding this door shut you start to hear rattling at the other door into the room, which, with great forethought, you have wedged shut quite nicely with a window pole. But probably not going to hold forever. Sooner or later, someone's going to decide to go for the hinges. That'd be the smart money. Yeah. I will say, in the time where we have some relief, I kind of suggest... um, I kind of... One, I'd like my bag brought to me. I'll stay leaning on the door in case they wait for us to let our guard down. Uh-huh. And two, I'll suggest to Amber, Amber, you want to start putting your armor on. Even if you can only get your greaves and van braces on, it'll be something. I will follow Trick's advice. Okay. After taking the crossbow bolt he just got hit with out of his fleshy bits and cursing the person who shot him very thoroughly, uh, by by the scourger, Rill will bring Trick their bag. Okay. Um, someone roll me a perception check, please. Is anyone more perceptive right. than me? Mm. Certainly not me. Oh, well, usually is, but you know he's dealing with a lot of things right now, and that was a thirteen. Hmm. Um. In which case, I think what any of you notice is that Trick is bracing themselves against this door and at some point notices that they're sort of bracing themselves unnecessarily. The pushing on the other side has stopped. There is still a fair amount of talking out there, though. 
and outside the other door. Did you spare another casting of tongues? You? Didn't he say it was quite You're exhausting? Yes. Oh, not right now. We might need it for something. It's I've used too many spells. The walls are closing in. <laughs> Sorry, I know I thought up in the break a plan for what they were going to do next, and I have forgotten. <laughs> my plan is to uh, just keep putting on my armor and to hope that we get the tiny hut up. Mm-hmm. So, thing one is that there's some more people going to appear outside, because, you know, you did tie them up, but that was... Several minutes ago, in a room that's next yep. door. With twine. <laughs> With twine. Yeah, and you didn't hurt them. So, that's probably bought you some goodwill. Yeah. But also, they're probably out there now. Oh, well. There you go. Like, getting all the small pom-poms out of my box. I mean, the good news is, you are pretty sure that you have caused a distraction... And you've achieved your secondary concern of getting your stuff back. So that's all great. The bad news is that, you know, Maynard has not quite finished getting the hut up when the shoving on the door very, very suddenly resumes. Given this is about nine minutes in, are you still bracing it or did you stop to put your armor on? No, no, I've been holding while Ember puts while Ember gets to put their armor on. Okay. Now, heavy armor is ten minutes. I feel like we'll say that Ember has finished putting their armor on. Especially because um, Real could have, Real, Real and Ember could have helped each other. Yeah, it's hard to so, have help. Yeah, so those two have got their armor on, and Trick is still bracing the door by themselves. Who determined to kill another character? <laughs> Clearly. I mean, I'm not. I just think that. No, no, I said I'm so away no. isn't what happens. Yeah. No, 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 no. That number is looking a lot better. Yeah. Look, I oh, gave sorry. some of you your AC back. <laughs> yeah. Should I, should I make another strength roll? You should make a strength check, and this time I'm afraid you do not get advantage because you are on your own. Bus. You've got a bust. No the bust gives you plus two. Okay. Well, there you go. Statue of the Bat gives you plus two. Unfortunately, I rolled um, five plus four is nine. Oh no! Mm. Um, but I'm tired. You, you, you are wearing your own boots, not your armor, but your own boots, and they're quite good, sturdy boots. And they make a definite squeak as you are pushed across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and the door is opened into what is, frankly, like just a horde of of various gnomes and tabaxi. All of them armed, but also they're not immediately charging in to slaughter you. There is a bristling horde of potential enemies with weapons leveled at you, who, having forced the door open, just sort of take one step back and stare at you. Uh, the horse is nowhere to be seen. I am holding a little glass vial, and I am thinking better of throwing it at them. <laughs> little glass vial a little glass vial no hang on we can't be they're <laughs> <laughs> not sponsoring us stop it <laughs> I mean suing us more um, 
It's fine. It's, it's just a little snatch. Hang on a second. I think it's a good song. There you go. Now it's um, now it's criticism. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I suppose I'd best at least scramble to my feet, personally. Okay. You you scramble to your full height of huge. At least from a gnome's um, perspective. Not, we hasten to add, mechanically. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, I'm going to look surrendery and turn and say in halfling because who's gonna know uh, no shit not halfling not halfling in elvish <laughs> um i'm gonna say maynard how long until that thing's done you could probably be just about ready now right yeah like like 30 seconds maybe a minute just sit as mutter okay. under my under my breath just keep them talking for few more seconds. I'm so glad that I have all these points in deception and performance. Yeah. Um, um. If nobody jumps in, I am going to turn to them. I, and I, I am going I, I, to I jump in. I'm going to jump in. <laughs> I'm going to put my hands up a little and look at them somewhat questioningly and uh Try to look as a um, as sorry, I lost the word that I'm looking for. As apologetic as possible, and say, uh-huh. I don't think any of you will understand me, but we're not strictly here to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. Yes. Excellent. And I will roll a sort of communal insight check for your horde of, of potential enemies. Uh, that is going to be an 18. Well, they, they rolled pretty bad insight. Uh, which in this case, because you were like being honest, means they're not really sure they trust you. But like, they are going to start advancing through the door. But again, they're not leaping to attack you. They're just sort of trying to herd you back into the room i am going yeah. to offer the first one who comes close a little glass vial like offer it to them like a gift like an offering Why? <laughs> oh all we have to do is confuse these people for as long as possible and if that means giving up my seasickness my seasickness remedy so be it <laughs> <laughs> sort of reach out pull their hand back pull a dagger and like not holding it as if to stab. They they are holding it between thumb and finger, like to tap with. <laughs> they appear to be seeing if it explodes. <laughs> Just <laughs> like very suspiciously poking this vial. Are you letting them come into the room? I think it depends on the insistence level, you know. I mean, there's many of them, they're all armed and they're trying to back you into this room. Yeah, in I think a very shuffly forward kind of way. It's a question of sort of trying to delay, right? Okay. Of trying to make it as of being of being as unhelpful, a cooperative seeming and materially unhelpful as possible. Also, this is like you know a a, a medium sized room full of crap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. In which case, it's just the first two one of whom is poking suspiciously 
at your seasickness file. <laughs> Who are inside the area of the dome when it goes up? Mm. <laughs> I because it's only a tiny hut. It's not a tower. It's not a magnificent mansion. You can't actually specify who can come inside the dome. Creatures and objects within the dome when you cast this spell can move through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through. Mm -hmm. So you and your stuff uh, and the statue of a bat and some other random crap in this room uh, and both doorways are inside the dome most of these people are outside the dome, but one gnome and the extremely badass tabaxi lady are, are, are looking extremely concerned as a dome of magical force appears with them also inside it. I am going to, in a way that I feel is going to be very universally comprehensible, I am going to gesture generally around us four and hold up four fingers, and then I'm going to gesture at them, and I'm going to hold up two fingers. <laughs> Some of the people who are outside have surged forward and kind of gone thump at this impenetrable <laughs> wall of force. And the two well, who are inside the dome look at you, look at each other, <laughs> roll a wisdom check, roll really <laughs> high on their wisdom check, and it, it's it's the tabaxi who kind of nods very solemnly and lowers her weapons. <laughs> uh, has all of the other stuff in the room, that including stuff that is not our stuff, also it's now inside the hut as well too? Yep. You have about half the stuff in the room. Okay. I want to go through all of the stuff that is <laughs> unfamiliar. Okay. You're... I'd like to. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. And I'm saying I'd like to pop the lid on my um, thing and have a little bit of crystallized ginger. Like, there's no <laughs> reason to be rude. I'll, I'll offer it to them as well. I probably it's probably my last couple of pieces of crystallized ginger at this point. Yeah, you've had, you, had you, you, you you have been sharing it out as you come across people. Yeah, I probably it's probably like right down to the last bits, but you know, there's no reason to be rude. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the gnome who ended up in the dome is not into this and is going to attempt backing away and discover that he can, in fact, back all the way out of the dome. He's like, well, this seems better. Checks whether he can put his hand through, which he, still, he can come back in. Like, he checks. He's like, hmm, well, at least I'm out here with everyone else. <laughs> I can go through, apparently. Just me. I don't know why. There's conversation happening. Um... Whereas your tabaxi friend is like, yeah, joining you in some crystallized ginger. This this lady is not scared of anything. Not even ginger. I love this tabaxi so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I did interrupt <laughs> um, Ember, though. I interrupted Ember's rummaging. So yes, Ember oh. is rummaging. Roll me an investigation check for general rummaging. Mm, that's an 11. Okay. Um, you find some bits and pieces of adventuring kit. Um... Or stuff that kind of resembles that. You know, nothing really striking. You know, yeah. some rope and some other bits of climbing gear and spare socks and a couple of daggers. Like, it's not useless junk, but none of it's really 
particularly striking and quite a lot of mm, quite a lot of printed material mm. not books but um flyers and like little pamphlets hmm. i will <clears throat> no i don't think there's much point in it uh, you could if you'd like to roll me an insight check about the printed material because you can't read it but you know Mm-hmm. I mean, you I. Roll for vibes. I guess I've already kind of assumed what they are, but I'll, I'll, I'll still <laughs> roll that insight check. Oh, wow, that's a twenty-one. It, what you have here is some revolutionary literature. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> Your tabaxi friend is sort of talking back and forth over her shoulder uh, with people outside. There's a lot of milling around happening. No one is really sure what to do with this situation now. They were, they look like they were on the we will take them prisoner track. And now they are on the uh, now what track. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in the power of magic. Um, So... Since in character, I'm not thinking of the two obvious obvious ways of dealing with the situation. I'm just going to start putting my armor on. Okay, that's fair. And I'll ask for a bit of help. If someone's free to help me. Sorry. Sorry? I'm so sorry. I just spontaneously I just spontaneously remembered that fucking tweet of why don't you slip into something more comfortable? I return in full plate mail. <laughs> I am at my most comfortable when surrounded when surrounded from attack at all angles by by at least by at least by at least half a centimeter of solid steel. Yeah, half a centimeter of solid magical force, but outside of which there's like a ring of people. Yeah, there is a, a loud um, ping surrounded. as someone attempts shooting a crossbow bolt at the dome, which bounces off. Yeah. Okay. Are you collective? Do you have a next step? <laughs> I'm out of next steps. This no, I think that step. this. No, I think that this was. This was <laughs> the plan. The plan. The plan was go into room. Back. Let anybody room. inside the dome. Don't let anybody <laughs> inside the dome. Um, and Hell then that. think of a next step whilst inside the dome. Okay. <laughs> In the meantime, I do think we are being very distracting. Yes. Listen, we're being distracting. I will. No, no. The tabaxi's like right there. It would it would really sour the mood if I was to respond to them firing a crossbow bolt by firing one out because the one that I fired out would actually go out. It would. Yeah. Mhm. We can we can shoot from inside here. We can fight from inside here. Yeah. The thing is, we are like I think it's clear that we are like desperately outnumbered. Right? Is that the yes. right? You by. can see just from where you are, there's like a dozen people. Also, given the positioning of things, I'm not sure that we actually have the door in the hut. I think, yeah, like half of the back door, probably. You might be able to squeeze out into the corridor mm-hmm. that way, but then you'd very quickly reach end of hut. Yeah. Um, it was more. It was more the fact. It was more the fact that if the door is open, then if we do start firing out of it, I think what they will what they will quickly realise is well, we can close this door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could very easily just like shut you in your dome in a room. 
And of course, you only have about half the floor area of the dome because the other half is on the other side of this wall. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Who knows what's going on out there? I am you so don't... tempted to suggest to suggest a nap, but I feel like it's going to take them less than oh, eight hours to work out how too. to deal with this. We can certainly. I feel like we probably have earned ourselves the option of a short rest. I think you can have a short rest. Yes, while they are running around yes. trying to find someone who can dispel magical effects. Yeah, because fortunately for you, that druid can't. Yeah, Good. and also I'm I'm guessing given that the fa- given that they are not like big on wizards, probably even the druid does not immediately go. I know one way of dealing with with a tiny heart when I have somebody who can go inside. Hmm. Uh. So. Oh, let's take a short rest. I'd love a short rest take so short much. Rest. And ha- yeah, I think this is having, having had that thought that probably Trickers had that goes, well, you know, it does all depend on Maynard. Keep this hut up. I don't think Trickers had it. I've had it. Maynard okay. might have had it. <laughs> Maynard might well have had it. <laughs> oh, no. And what? The thought that if you get stabbed, uh, the hut goes away. Well, it's not a question yeah. of stabbed, it's a question of just forced out of the hut. Well, that's true. Or fall unconscious, yeah. 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 Oh, you can fall unconscious, can't you? you can sleep. Oh, yes, I can. Yes, that's right. Sleeping and all that. Well, sleep yeah, isn't, not, is not well. unconsciousness in game rule terms. Yeah, true. Yeah, but Tiny Heart isn't concentration-based or anything like that. It's just... No, actually, I believe if you are dead, it still remains up for eight hours unless your corpse yeah. is removed. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Anyway. Good to know. <laughs> Let's have tug of war with with Maynard. <laughs> That's unsettling. <laughs> sure, we'll be fine. Yeah, I guess also since we have this Tabaxi in here, I feel like um, I feel like I feel like Pictionary isn't strenuous activity, right? Sure, and talking isn't, and and yeah. charades isn't. <laughs> I'd love casting. to just like. Sorry. Sorry? Oh, I was just about to say, I'd love to just try and get to just kind of like chill and chat with this tabaxi, because I guess we're in here now. <laughs> just be like, hey, yo, so everything's kind of crazy right now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so at first, the tabaxi is quite distracted because people outside keep shouting instructions at her. And she's not really, I mean, she's, she's having an argument is what she's doing. She is having an argument with people outside who are telling her to do various things, none of which she seems inclined to do. And occasionally she'll look back at you with this sort of eye-rolling expression of, listen to these idiots. I feel you, buddy. I feel you so hard. (laughs) So relatable. Right. It really is. Oh, man, I've put down somewhere my list of names of people in this town. Uh... Bear with me one moment. I could cast um I could cast comprehend languages because I don't really need my first level spell slots for anything. I mean, go for it. Yeah. I'm gonna cast comprehend languages so that I can at least understand what they're arguing about and talking about. Fuck. My game sheet, something's gone wrong with it. It got reverted or something. Because I definitely have used some of my hit dice. Yeah, you definitely did. I'm going to say I used, I don't know, three or something. They're pretty good hit dice. 
But they're not marked off, see, is the thing. Uh, okay, so I missed a little bit, but I definitely caught that Maynard is casting Comprehend Languages. Yes. So there are various factions forming, and some people definitely want this tabaxi to come and stab you and see if it makes things go away. And she's given up on having the argument, but is also not doing it, and they can't get in, so okay. how are they going to make her? And there's another... Um, people are shouting various bits of helpful advice about what she should do and what she should ask you, and it's all very... It's all very fractious out there. No one trusts you even a tiny bit. Um, I mean, I wouldn't trust me. Right. Um, you establish uh, through exchange of charades that your new tabaxi friend is called Nishin. Nishin. And I'm just going to roll her an insight check. Yeah, she did pretty good. She's going to work out that Maynard can actually understand her even if he can't answer her. Hmm. Which will speed up communication should you wish to engage in communication. Yeah. I, 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 I think mostly I don't really have like anything to communicate except for just like our whole deal. I guess maybe actually, no, you know what? I will try and communicate. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of like, I think this is after like I've had like a little bit of a rest. I am mm -hmm. struck. I am struck with like glorious purpose, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm gonna like I'm gonna lean on real again. I'm gonna real, real, real. Yes. Listen. Maybe we've got some time. Maybe we can explain to this person what's going on. And and she doesn't seem like inclined to fuck with this. Maybe she'll help us out. You know, just kinda like tell her like we're on an important mission. And also we don't know what's going and also we don't know any of your politics and everything. Uh, see, the thing is, she doesn't want to stab us now, and if I explain what we're doing here, and we're here on behalf of the ruling monarch, she might want to stab no, us. No, not that whoa, whoa, part whoa, whoa, of what whoa. we're doing. No, no, no. Which part? That we're on a, a, yeah, a, we're a on mission from the mission. gods? Mm. Yeah. That's impressive. If I, if I had someone who didn't really want to kill me that much, but we'd had a bit of a bit of an upset, and they explained they were on a mission from the gods, I'd at least listen. Draw something. Convey. You're the artist. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll try. Pulls out his, his, uh, his notebook and... Every, every episode since we came down here, I've been wishing that Terpsichore hadn't died. No, <laughs> no! Uh, Will is going to pull out his notebook and try to... He's, like, drawing, like... We've seen that they use like the same sort of, or at least similar symbols for the gods that we at least are able to recognize them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to some extent. Okay, so he's gonna try like drawing a, a dragonfly and then like point at the four of them, and then he's going to try and communicate through through drawing. Um, they are indeed here on a you know a mission from the gods. I feel like that's quite hard to convey through drawing. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yeah, like... At least, like, they're here on behalf of the god, you know, something involving that seems like it would help. Roll me a uh, persuasion hopefully. check? But it is okay. a high DC to communicate this by yeah. drawing. Yeah, it's a lot to, it's a lot to it's communicate. It's a lot to ask. Uh, well, that's a 
So nine. <laughs> so Maynard understands the eventual response to be, you telling me you're missionaries? <laughs> What'd you say? Ask if we're missionaries. This is not a good way to persuade people to your cause. Bill shakes his head no. Oh god, does that... I mean, even that, shaking your head no, that's... Um... It's alright, we've narratively established that those gestures yeah, communicate. Oh yeah, we did... Um... Yeah, which is why he felt safe enough to to do that. And <laughs> it's lieu of making like a big X with his arms or something to <laughs> further communicate. That was not the idea. Oh, he's gonna point to um his his holy symbol. Try and like hope that that helps in some fashion. I hope that really clarifies things from the No, I no, don't know. I'm not here on behalf of one god, I guess, is sort of the point he's trying to get across. I would like to... Not missionaries, but you're doing... I would like to try to pantomime, if possible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's going to go better. I am am taking Rill's pencil, and I am like... I'm going to like physically... Unless Rill really tries to stop me, I'm going to physically wrestle the pencil off of him. And I'm going to be like determinedly drawing with my my tongue sticking out while you're pantomiming. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Ember is going to point at Rill's holy symbol and at their own holy symbol and then mimic sleeping and then point to their head and then point to their holy symbol and mimic like like talking hand uh, like to say that the god is talking and then sort of like point at the four of them and mimic marching to uh and then um hmm I don't want I love hmm. I love audio described charades <laughs> <laughs> uh what next uh mimic marching and then kind of look at the tabaxi helplessly. All <laughs> persuasion. God. Um, okay, that's an eight. I've got so, good persuasion, but I rolled a two. Both really you're not missionaries, and your gods kicked you out? No, that's worse. <laughs> Okay, I, I will, unless Real, I wasn't clear if Real had physically prevented, had physically tried no, to stop me. No, he hadn't. No, he's, he's frustrated. He'll let you take the, he'll let you take Fantastic. The... I don't, I'm going to okay. roll my, I feel like, I mean, performance persuasion is the same role for me. Um, oh, hell yeah, that is a 16. Okay, I will tell you okay. what, what I was trying to draw. And it's basically just, um, it's basically just, um, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show us kind of coming down, you know, coming down from the spire, like uh-huh. just like an arrow coming out from the spire, and then I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna do my best to convey. Ah, uh, you know what? Shit. 
I was about to say I was about to involve banana skin in this visual metaphor, but I don't think I've ever encountered <laughs> banana in my life. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna like, like next panel, I guess. Next line of next line of figures is us, kind of like walking up to the edge of a cliff and tripping over a big rock and falling. <laughs> Not sure how well I've conveyed the temporality in it, but you know, falling down to a big pit of swords. And then just like a nice family tree of uh, we saw the monarch was the monarch wearing like a crown or a talk or something? Uh, they were wearing a uh, a crown, yes. And, uh, not, okay, uh, not a very heavy one, quite a, quite a delicate thing. I'm gonna draw like a crown stick figure head, and then I'm gonna do like a little arrow down, and then splitting down against two other like crown stick figure heads, and I'm just gonna have an arrow pointing both ways to try and indicate like. We don't care about your fucking civil war. We just tripped into this ass first. <laughs> okay. That's the overall message I'm trying to convey. Okay, I mean... so Tabaxi sort of takes this, <laughs> looks over it, turns over her shoulder and says to all her friends, they haven't got a clue what's fucking happening. <laughs> I hand the pencil back to Real with the smuggest <laughs> look on my face. Maynard translate, I think you actually got the point across. Sort of. That real, like, looks at the notebook. These are stick figures. You know what, if it works, it's fine. I don't exactly know how this is going to help us, but at least they think think that we are just as confused as we appear to be. Oh, Listen, right. as long as I feel like I'm happier with them thinking we're idiots than thinking we're partisans, because yeah. again, there's a lot of them. There's only there's only so many of us, and this tiny and this and this tiny heart will, one way or another, go down in eight hours, seven hours, give or take. Okay, so um, as a result of your communications, quite a number of the onlookers uh, go and look on somewhere else, mm-hmm. because one, you haven't tried to attack the Baxi again. Two, it is fairly clear that you didn't have your stuff and now you've reached this place and got your stuff. Which by itself sort of communicates maybe what your purpose was. And three, you have successfully communicated that you don't know what's happening, that you have like stumbled into this as outsiders. Have no horse in this race. <laughs> you very literally do oh, not no. have a horse in this race. I have a feeling that this may be counterproductive to what we were sent here to do. I mean, that's fair. It feels but pretty productive. We did keep that matter to us. A while. Well, yeah. I mean, this is my position. How devoted are you to one side of this or the other? Because I feel like we have plausible deniability either way right now. Hmm. And I'm going to be honest. I don't care about their fucking civil war. I'm sorry if that's well, too blunt. Mm. We said we'd distract them. We didn't say we'd distract them to the point of our deaths. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're staying in here until the main attack comes, we can at least be distracting and provide fire from out from inside here. But, I mean, if we sit here... We're going here to do, do that. Nothing, I think we all need to sleep. If we sit here and do nothing... And that mission fails, and then we just leave. 
we might look like traitors. Well, backstabbers. You know, mm. we'll be in here. We have caused I, quite a bit of confusion. Confusion already. I mean, yeah, we could but probably, now we're just not a threat. I'm going to look at Rill and say, Rill, mm? you wouldn't happen to have any any spare miracles that might be really distracting, would you? Uh, let me dig in my pockets and see if I can pull anything out for you. Mm, well, not unless opening all the doors and windows in a 30-foot area would help in any way, no. You could do that the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. I don't think it's that useful. <laughs> it would be surprising, but maybe not useful. I mean, well, most of my would it... miracles revolve around the undead, which are. Well, um, I mean, you wouldn't be able to. It, here, but... it wouldn't be able to open up the barricaded door, obviously, because it's blocked, right? They have I don't think it's a barricaded door so much as the barricade, right? At the front of the building, yeah, it's it's an actual physical pile of furniture. Mm. So it has to be unlocked. If it is. Well, it's probably not uh, if they're piling things a, in front of it. It's a cantrip. I would not let you use it. Like if trick, oh, yeah, yeah. For the door trick had been leaning on, it wouldn't have been sufficient because there was a trick in the way. Mm. I would rate it uh, on the level of a one-handed rapid push to make it open or shut. But if there's actual resistance, and a do cantrip much. would do much. So I'm going to be honest. Our friend here can't understand us, so we're pretty free to discuss exactly how. Um, you know, how seriously we want to take either side here or if we want to try and defect altogether. I mean, the monarch seemed pretty confident they were going to take it, but he seemed pretty confident the day before as well. They seem pretty I don't care there. who gets us to the golden candle or the golden flame or golden flame. whoever it golden is. Flame. Yeah. As long as we get there. I'm sure these people here are not the only people we're going to meet on the way there. We don't mm. even know where to go. Else. That is true. But staying here, and on, and the, and it's the, like and less the, and less of a good idea. Yeah, and the monarch's side has been... The monarch's side, we are already sort of in their good graces, and, you know, we have killed four of these ones already. Four? Four. Makes it a bit trickier. Yeah. I don't know. Um... I feel like I feel like we should probably not turncoat completely. Um, partly out of a sense of duty, mostly out of a sense of self-preservation. So are we and just going to sit sure here and, and, and wait until the main force comes and hope it's okay? I feel like we yeah. could probably earn some, um, some kudos for breaking out when whatever attack is going to start actually starts. I suppose. I, I, I guess I just mean there's nothing we should be doing now. We've just got to wait. Yeah, that feels about the long short of it. Because I don't, I don't, what I don't think is a good idea is us going out and trying to go on a rampage by ourselves without knowing when or if the uh, supporting sweep is going to come, you know? Who? Because I'm going to be honest, I'd rather not die down here. Second that. Be suboptimal. 
given that rivers flow downward, I'm not sure how I'd find my way back home. Uh, I mean, we can put it to a show of hands if anyone's got strong feelings about doing something other than waiting to see which way the wind blows. Not strong feelings, but we're also in a very defensible position where we can possibly pick off enemies from inside here, at least I could. Whether we want to do that now or later. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna say I'm reasonably I'm reasonably frightened of I'm reasonably frightened of our friend here. Oh who absolutely. Is inside. I will say if anyone shows up with if anyone shows up looking like some sort of spellcaster, I will put a crossbow bolt in them. But apart from that, I'm I'm inclined I've to seen wait. Many of those down here. No. That druid is probably well, the only one who's ah, I think I think they see wizards as quite a bit different. Oh yes. Yeah. I I think that belonging I think there's something about uncontrolled spellcasters. Like I think belonging to a cabal means that you're safe and controlled. It's you're not, not yeah. just spellcasters. They're not, they've ne- they're not worried about real at all. Oh, they weren't reacting yeah. that way at all to me and they no. saw me cast spells too. It's Specifically wizards, I think that they might have some cultural history of rogue wizards causing a lot of trouble. No. Or, well, maybe, but also... Because we had this conversation... We, we, I was involved in this conversation where this was explicitly set out to me. Uh, I think in the midway? Or maybe from um, our friend in the amulet? Right. Um, saying... Shit, hang on, I, Ben, I'm just checking. I think this is a conversation we had in character rather than something you told us out of character. You, you had a long conversation, um, much of it in the episode I edited last week, so it's sort of fresh in my memory. Um, right, right. In, in the ribcage about um, the Principes wizards being, like, disastrously bad for everything. Yeah. Right. I yeah, mean, gods sense. only know. It's been, it's been a good millennium and, and more, but still, like, could still be um uh worrying about what the principes did up top with the nameless god yes that would make sense i mean the only reason everybody on the on top side doesn't seem to mind is because they don't know about it yeah i mean but your thing about it might be more local makes sense too i mean like like i said it's it's been over a thousand years so it was a prayer, real. You'd like one. Yeah, why not? It certainly can't hurt. I say putting Chris on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. uh, if real knows any prayers that Drow would have used before they went into a battle, um, I think oh, real real absolutely knows like ritual liturgies for before battle. Yeah. It's not the same without any other drow there, um, but he'll do his best. Nishin will pick up on, on this being a, a religious thing, because, you know, the priest is reciting something that has rhythm and bits of rhyme, and it's sort of fairly obvious. And she's just... She's not interrupting by any means. She is gently humming along in a sort of improvised 
fairly tuneful. Just a little little accompaniment. Right. We have, what, six hours left in here? Yeah. Give or take. I think we should get some sleep. Uh, Ben? Mm-hmm. The thing about getting some sleep is Ember and I are both heavy armor wearers. Um, yeah, in fact, I see two things about getting some sleep. Well, one is that you two are wearing heavy armor. In fact, Rill is in medium, which is also not comfy. Two that it's the middle of the day. <laughs> two, it is like 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> we have fought a lot and lost a lot of, like, blood. So, <laughs> I mean... Presumably we're, like, tired. Well, actually, also, in fairness to Rill... You need to sleep, but I'm pretty sure that Trick and I are fine. As combat people who have just had a ha- chance to heal. Yeah. In yeah, fairness to Rill, right. Rill does not need to sleep. Well, yes. I, technically, no. He doesn't need to sleep. He does need to trance for four hours. No. Get... Yeah, but what I'm saying is the, the, the fact that it's one in the, one in the afternoon. Yeah, actually, for Rill, because trancing is more of an act of will, it's probably less of a hindrance than it is the middle of the day, because oh, yeah. it's yeah. a meditative state you deliberately put yourself in. You could probably just do that. Um... But in fact, the question is possibly moot, because after about you know, another hour or so, after you make this decision to stay put, um, Nishin is just sort of sitting there, hanging out with you, takes the time to clean her weapons, which everyone... I mean, actually, it's up to you whether you want to be polite about it. She is politely not making a fuss about it being mostly Trick's blood that she's cleaning off her weapons. <laughs> No, that's fine. I'll probably also clean mostly her blood off of my weapons. Turnabout is fair play. Got a bit of a mix. You know what they say, better out than in. Right. <laughs> don't say that about blood trick. Oh no, no, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Believes in bloodletting, clearly. <laughs> well, bloodletting is medicine. It's true. <laughs> but there starts to be... There's a shift in the movement of the people that you can see through the door and around you. And there's a shift in the noise. And you get the strong feeling that whatever is about to go down is about to go down. I think out of politeness, we do have the problem is this Tabaxi, who, you know, we've been good. We've been we've had a chill time with, but it's still an enemy in Mm. this context. And I think. I think it's a question of uh, there's no real unless, way to kind of be ready to go without um, it being um, obvious. Yeah, unless well, unless you you know take steps to stop her or communicate with her, as that energy of things are about to go down starts building up, she is of her own accord going to step out of the dome and out of this room and go and join them at the barricade. Thank fuck that fixes my issue quite a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. She likes you. She thinks you're cool. Like, you have not given her a reason to come along with you. Yeah, no. What I The thing is, she wasn't privy to our conversation. She yeah, doesn't exactly. know whether we've, decided to, whether we've decided to join in the fight when it kicks off. I yeah. didn't want her seeing us getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem you do have is there's quite a lot of people now out in that foyer and the door is open. And the door is outside of the hut. That's the opposite of a problem. Yeah. Well, if you will not be seen getting ready for the fight, that's a problem. Uh, I, perhaps you it's don't know. It's about that handy door closing spell. 
perhaps you don't know that Lehman's that Lehman's tiny hut is opaque from the outside. It can be. You can choose. I believe it can be can semi. Be. Well, I believe it has I a semi. I chose. No, it just it just is opaque from the outside, which yeah, hey. yeah, it's transparent so from the inside. So we can see out the door to a target-rich environment. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they can't see in. Unfortunately, I, will, I believe I will real doesn't have a crossbow because um, I've got real's crossbow. I will uh, remind oh, the I was gonna say. most of you without ranged weaponry that spells cannot pass through the dome. Yeah, that's fine. Direction. That's okay. I have like I've got spells left anyways. So, so just just yeah. bear in mind if you're trying not to waste your spell slots, you can't yeah. cast out of this thing. You could step out and back in. Anyone except Maynard can step out and come back in. Sure. Okay. There is a lot of shouting happening now outside of the building, and you can see crossbow users stacked up by the barricade. And several of the gnomes have like climbed to the top of it to shoot back. And there is the starting flurries of a battle happening. Last chance to back out, but I think we can see which way the wind is blowing. Okay. I do not want to put this in initiative order because there is like 20 of them. So, in narrative terms, what are you doing as this battle starts to kick off? So the, the, the first thing that's happening battle-wise is this exchange of, of shot. Um, personally, I would like to just be firing a crossbow straight through the dome into whoever happens to be in my line of sight. Okay. I will also do that. Okay. Roll me at an attack roll each. Uh, dirty 20. Uh, that is a 19. Yeah, yeah, you both hit your targets. And cause, in the first place, some absolute confusion because no one was expecting to get shot in the side. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot more shouting. Um, and you maybe have time for another round of shots before someone, because someone is running over to shut the door because they're like, <laughs> they have spotted that like, there is a door. It could be in the way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, you take another couple of shots. Yeah, another shot each. You do some more damage. Someone comes and shutteth the door. Hmm, that's a shame. I'm assuming by now, comprehend languages will have faded because it's an hour's. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So comprehend languages is gone. What I could chop do? us a nice little hole in the door. Ooh. I mean, I'm mm, not. I open it's... it. <laughs> Well, yeah, yes, but, but like, an open door isn't as good as a murder hole. Again. <laughs> It's a neat reversal of your previous problem. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, well, hang on a second. Do you want to take the bet on whether they've actually, um, on whether they've actually, on whether they've stopped guarding the back door? Because if we can come round, we can cause some confusion. We could do that. There is a loud bang from the front of the building. Ooh. Carry on. We want to get involved in whatever that was. No, I, I, I don't want to get involved in much. Um, Maynard, you're not getting involved in anything, I guess. <laughs> you got any um, <laughs> on the, any of those handy handy um, enhancement spells? Uh, uh, um, hold on. Another bang. I will. 
kind no. of fair enough. I will slip out of the hut and I will pull the um window hook. Kind of very much um darting in and out of the hut. Um yeah. since we the, have the a door, magical defense. The door doesn't react to your pulling of the window hook. I'm oh, sure. I'll I'll give the door an open. And see if I immediately get catch crossway bolt to the face. You know? You know it looks like everyone's gone to the party. <laughs> Backway's clear. If you Backway's clear it looks like the backway's clear. If you want to um try and uh another loud bang and a crash. Ooh. I'm so Sounds curious. Like maybe part of the barricade has come down. Mm. Alright, here's my proposal. We come round the back, make one pass, pincer them briefly, and then we just bundle back in here. Fear confusion. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. Flanking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know how Trick got so tactical. <laughs> Real looks much less confident about this when he's just using like that's his mace and Oh you don't have to you don't have to be part of the charging part. You can be you can fire from the whatever corner we find. Kind of think we don't actually know how we're gonna get there. Exactly. Alright, this sounds like a bad plan, Trick. Alright, fair enough. Should we have a peek out the front? And just try and fire off some more shots. <clears throat> sounds good. Alright, let's give it a go. Um I will um I will actually, because I'm not a great shot, I will offer to do the door opening so that everyone else can fire off around and I can slam the door. Okay. That's my plan. So that's presumably Ember and Rill with crossbows. Mm. And Trick yeah. is opening a door and Maynard is holding the fort in a very literal sense. <laughs> Maynard is in many I, I respects can, the fort. Is the fort. <laughs> I can pick up one of these spare daggers and chuck it through the door. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I will let you. Yay! Can you imagine? Can you imagine being involved in a siege and someone comes in and builds a pillbox inside your castle? <laughs> it's not optimal. It's not optimal. It is not how you wanted this to go. Well, not okay, how they wanted Hello. Okay, I'm going to just... Doesn't matter. They roll... Someone is going to take... You, you pull open the door and someone takes a pot shot at you, but you have your armour on. And... Uh, their aim is no longer good enough. They did not roll high enough. It goes pating off your armor. Um, Rill and Ember, roll me those attacks. And uh, yeah, Maynard, ro roll me a melee attack. Don't add your Wait, proficiency. What? You have no proficiency in throwing daggers. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just roll, roll a d20 and add your decks. Okay. Well, the thing is, Rill doesn't practice with his crossbow a lot. At 11. And... Okay, so Rill, Maynard, you're not exactly sure where your shots went, but you're pretty sure you miss. Ember has quite neatly nothing. shot someone. Um, Rill's okay with it. <laughs> you can see that part of the barricade has been brought down, and that druid is somewhere in the mix, because there's another patch of um, grasping vines, like filling in the gap in the barricade. Um, and then Trick shuts the door. Are you doing it again? What's your next move? I mean, if people, if, if, if my party feel like it, it's, it's working, no one has a better idea, 
I'll say, ready for another volley? Can yeah. we look and see the tides turning before we just start shooting blindly? Well, I mean, I'll hold it open a little longer if you like. Okay, and we can see out of it perfectly fine, right? It's not. Well, it's open, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's through the door. Yeah, yeah, you can see out of the thing, <laughs> out of the dome. Okay. Yeah, you can see out of the dome fine, but currently the physical door is in the way. Right. Um, also, you want to try and roll some perception to see if we can figure out what's going on on this battlefield? Uh, are you expecting me to be better at perception than you are? No, I just want help mostly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do that. That's, that's a nine. Ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're. I don't have advantage. It's a twenty-six. If I do have advantage, it's a dirty. It's a nat twenty with a twenty-seven. So. Okay. You have a super quick, like, tactical conversation and trying to analyze what you've seen with Ember. Um, you think it's too early to say really who's going to win this exchange of of aggression there's a barricade it's partly down it's at the moment it's a very active situation i feel like that druid is really key real have you got any big spells left in you i oh. i want to keep some back just in case anyone goes down i need to take them back up that's the problem i'm not going down anytime soon yes. i swear to promise you i've heard that before I don't believe it. Well, this time you've got a magical impenetrable barrier behind it, backing it up. Come on. Look, what I'm saying is, if you can absolutely slam that druid, we've got a better shot. I'll be in front of you. I've got my shield. Uh, yeah, alright. If, if I can get her within eyesight, I can try and hit her with something. Alright. Ready for another volley? You'll have to step out. <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay. And I will open the door for another volley, keeping um keeping care of Rill with my last charge of warding maneuver at the ready. Okay. If Rill can pick out the druid amongst um everyone else in the room, uh he's going to try and hit her with a uh fourth level guiding bolt. Ooh, I mean, yeah, she's she's in amongst the crowd a bit, but the crowd is largely gnomes, and, and she is a tabaxi, and she's got about a foot on them. So useful. Yeah, she's just she stands out literally. You can you can spot her amongst the crowd. You can you can get an, a a magical bead on her. That a good of a bead because I rolled an eleven. Messenger is not with you. Oh, apparently not. Um, that was my last fourth level spell. A small object lands on the floor and rolls against the edge of your hut. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, is there any time to react? <laughs> um, it does not, in does not instantly do its thing. No, it takes a round after it is thrown to do what it is going to do. I mean, you of course don't know this, but you have about Six seconds to do something about this if you're going to. I think. I think. I know what like, I want. Like alchemical. Oh gosh, tell me what you want to do. Can I? Can I take Kindler and like hit it like a croquet ball back out into the fray? 
<laughs> Roll a dexterity check. Yes. Okay. Dex, dex, dex. Where's dex? There it is. Ooh. Oh, that's an 18. You you time it perfectly. Like you knock it out of the door just as Trick is closing the door behind it. And still nice. some of the smoke from it does billow back into the room, but not enough to significantly obscure the area. Instead, the smoke bomb has very much gone off on the other side where all the rebels are trying to fight. Hmm. They're having a bad time. <laughs> I feel pretty happy keeping up this pace of just using, of just opening the door, taking pot shots, closing the door again. It feels really solid as a tactic. Yeah. I mean, your shots are, over the next few rounds, become much less effective because there is heavy, heavy smoke now immediately outside the door. Mm. And you're, you're firing fairly blindly now into the fray. You can't really see well enough to take aim at targets you're just you're, you're just shooting out and hoping that it's only enemies out there yeah um, well if there's a breakthrough we can stop but you know after I'd say th- two three more rounds despite the smoke um, someone is a couple of people are going to rush the door when you open it fair because they object to being repeatedly shot in the back. Reasonable. Some people are just so hard to please. <laughs> Listen, some people say it's cowardly to, hit, to shoot someone in the back. I say uh, it's the action of someone who wants to be the person who goes home afterwards. Are you standing and fighting, or are you immediately dashing back into your dome? Oh, I'll go for the dome. There's okay. no... Yeah, same. <laughs> so... You instead of taking pot shots, you you end up you, you are in your dome and you can see that outside this opaque dome, there's a gnome and another tabaxi, um, sort of prowling, patrolling, sort of the near edge of it. That they, they clearly would like to go back to the main fighting, and are very frustrated that instead they're having to hold down this impenetrable magical thing because it's got enemies in it and they keep coming out if they're not watched. They are very frustrated by this. This also means that they are in full view of you, and you can shoot them. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) They don't realise this, because you've been coming out to do it. Realise this and we shoot them with crossbow bolts. Yeah, I I believe I Uh, don't have a crossbow. It's not going to stop me from doing Rill has the one I gave back. Yeah, I think basically you and Rill have been passing a crossbow between you, as seems appropriate. Yeah, Rill will pass it back to to Trick. Okay. Um, fair enough. I take a pot shot. Yeah, I mean not a pot shot really. It's a point blank it's a, shot. It's a point blank, well aimed shot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, roll it with advantage Ooh. because your enemy is like fully unaware that you can shoot them and you can see them. Yeah, that'd be a nineteen. I rolled a natural twenty. I mean, you know, oh. the siblings focus their fire, and uh, very sad for that tabaxi out there. I'm sure they were a nice person, but now they're a dead one. Yeesh. I mean, it's possible that they were lying down playing dead one. Yeah, let's, let's, let's tell ourselves that. It's sleeping. It was, it was non-lethal crossbow damage. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me how you bisected him non-lethally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
That's rough. Yeah. How does everyone take it? Inside or outside? Well, hang on. Sorry, I thought... Oh, Are you asking I, yeah. how the party takes it or how the... Uh... No, I was asking, does the other tabaxi break? Yeah, the like, the gnome is... Sorry, the gnome. Yeah, you killed the tabaxi. The gnome was clearly unaware that you could shoot out. <laughs> um, has the presence of mind to um, grab the sword off the tabaxi as he repeats out the door. Slams the door and you hear a definite chunk as presumably he has tried to use the sword to jam it. Aww. What a spoil sport. Too bad we don't have <laughs> another door. That. Yeah, that's just, that would suck. You really want to go... I mean, I can't remember... I mean, in the heat of battle, who knows how good a job he did of jamming the door. Um, Shall I try the door first? I'll try the door it, first. It, it, Ready it's up to you. Either DM would encourage you not to assume that this door is... is Irreparably oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say to the. I'm gonna say. Well, hang on. I'll try the door first. And if uh, like ready another volley, I'll try the door if, door first. If it doesn't work, then we can think about raiding out. All right. <sighs> All right. Roll me strength to open the door. Um, love to do that. Oh, huh? sixteen. You put your shoulders into it and and heave and. Uh, Oh, hey, free sword. Neat. <laughs> Neat. I get out of the line of fire. <laughs> there is, there continues to be just a lot of smoke out there. You really can't see very well, um, but you can take pot shots. I mean, clearly, clearly, clearly they control this side of the barricades well enough that, you know, there hasn't been a massive breakthrough. It doesn't look that way. It, from the sound of it, you've, you've still been hearing loud bangs as of maybe... The attackers are still working on getting more of the barricade down, rather than tangling with the uh, single bottleneck full of untangling vines. So yeah, it looks like there is mostly your opponents on this side. Good. Even better, we can't really see them very well, which makes it a lot easier, emotionally. <laughs> emotionally, it does help. It's mm. not murder if I don't see it. Roll me your attacks. See how well you do. <laughs> That's uh, eight. Mm. You, you feel like you probably aimed too high and went over everyone's heads with an eight. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. It's the smoke. It's very hard to tell what you're doing. I was aiming for any tabaxis, but uh, there weren't. There just weren't any out there. Just didn't happen to be one in your line of fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you keeping this up? I mean, I'm inclined to, unless someone has a better idea. Yeah. I think that we have a... I mean, we have a good chance of helping turn the tide and going round back. I've been sitting here for ages knowing I could, I could help if I didn't have to stay inside the stone. I'm sorry, Haz. <laughs> well, we can't stop you leaving the dome, but... They may even assume I mean, we have the dome at this point. I've got all my hit points and a decent amount of spell slots, including all my third level spell slots, but it's like you guys I'm worried about. I got all my health, my hit points back. And, uh, all my hit points? Everybody's got on all their armor and everything too, so that helps a lot. Oh yeah. Yes. Let's just go for it. 
Never right. over. All right. Um, I'll be. I'll tell you what. I'll be your um, your new door, your new door, which can duck, and uh, <laughs> a useful door. You two them. can do magic to them. Oh, some. Mm, well, do whatever you can. I'm going to grab my sword, grab a shield. All right, ready to open this door for the last time. Gonna activate Kindler. Nice. Okay. Kindler lights up fire. Trick pulls the door open. Mm -hmm. I have got gust of wind readied to disperse all of that smoke. Okay. So Maynard casts gust of wind, and immediately the smoke is cleared. You can see um, there's a half dozen bodies on the ground out here. Um, There's one. There's that big hole in the barricade, which is being held down reasonably well by the grasping vines as several attackers are uh, clearly got caught in it and then got riddled with crossbow bolts. So there's casualties on the other side as well. There's more damage to the barricade that looks like they're trying to force another hole in it, which they're still working on. Um, Everyone by now knows that you are a big problem and immediately splits their attention between the barricade and you. Um, There's about a dozen people still out here. But they have to keep some of their attention on the barricade because they are being attacked from outside as well. So, again, I'm not going to go to full initiative because that's too many people. Um, Instead, we are going to do some general roles for, like, attacking the crowd and the crowd attacking you. Ember, I know, is laying about themselves with Kindler. <laughs> Trick is in more of a defensive stance, filling in this doorway for the spellcasters behind you. Let's get tactics from everyone and then roll. So, Rill, what's your what's your approach? Um, also, he's just trying to keep nearby enough everybody, so if anyone goes down, you can cast some Spare the Dying on them. Okay. Uh, to be honest, he's not as interested in fighting. That's fine. Is everyone not dying? Okay, so Rill is firmly putting himself in the healer role. Maynard, what are you throwing out once your gust of wind has done its work? I'm targeting that druid. I okay. have a counter spell prepared. So when she next casts a spell, I'm going to counter spell and then hit her with a lightning bolt. I mean, you could. Um, Entangle does last a minute, so you might want to skip the counterspell bit and just go with the no one concentrates through a lightning bolt. Oh, fair enough then. Yeah, so like a lightning bolt and and then just Eldritch Blast happy around the place. Okay, first off then, um, we won't worry about Rill because Rill's healing. We won't worry about Trick because Trick is defending. We will get Ember to roll just a general attack with Kindler and Maynard lightning bolt, please. I'll roll some counter. See how well the defenders do against you all. Uh, 24. Whew. Ember is just on a rampage, just cutting through a swath through people. Uh. And not taking very much in return. Um, like it was a high enough couple of rolls that somebody, some, you, you do take some damage in return. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's put it at about 18 damage. Okay. As people do fight back, but you are getting the better of this exchange for sure. Uh, Maynard, how was your spell attack? 
it's a dexterity save from you, actually. Aha. Fifteen. Going to be close. Fail. Twenty-five lightning damage. Whoo! She does have more hit points than that, but like. It's good because I've got two more lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> She actually makes her constitution save as well, which is frankly impressive. Mm. Um, but she is absolutely staggered, but like you hit her with this lightning bolt and she literally staggers and then drops down to one knee and is like grimacing through it, trying to keep the spell going. And in the process, definitely exposes herself to some pot shot from outside and takes some more damage from crossbow bolts getting her through the gap. But again, is very good at concentrating because I'm rolling for it. Let's say that Ember has definitely taken someone out, though. Um, I'm not doing this strictly round by round, by the way. This is just a sort of narrative battle. Um, but do roll me another lightning check. Lightning check. Lightning bolt. Um, so you're doing another lightning bolt. She gets to roll to try and dodge. Um, yep. She's rolling really good. Um, but roll me the damage for the second one because it's probably going to be crispy fried druid. It is going to be crispy fried druid because that is thirty five. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that is that is crispy fried druid. Lovely charcoal statue of a druid. You ever smell burning hair? Mm. Worse with tabaxi because they're furry. Was it worse than burning exploding spiders? It's differently bad. <laughs> it's differently bad. It's made everyone very scared of you. And also has opened up a great big hole in the barricade. Uh, so as Ember continues to lay about themselves, um, people are less focused on you. And Ben, I have a question. Yeah? Oh, the barricade is wood, right? The barricade is mainly furniture. Mm, okay. Uh, does there happen to be any fire? All that lightning that it just got hit with? No, because it wasn't aimed at the um, barricade. It was aimed at the druid. Alright. There's probably a singe mark on the floor, but... Just making no. sure that we weren't going to be trapped in a burning building. You are not currently in a burning building, no. Great, okay. Smoke grenade or no smoke grenade, neither side of this fight is using fire. Possibly because their entire town is made of wooden buildings in the trees. It may be that fire as a tool of warfare is um, tends to turn on its maker in this environment. Mm. Certainly no one is using it. Plus it's daylight, so there's not really much in the way of torches. But uh, no, you are not presently in a burning building, as I'm sure you will all find reassuring. Very reassuring. I think that lightning bolt has turned the tide. It is now very clear, because the barricade is now properly open with the druid gone, that the attackers are going to carry the day. So it's really a question of, do you want to be witnessed heroically joining in the fray, or do you have other plans? Your hut, of course, is gone because Maynard has come out of it. I don't have other plans. Yeah, I mean, I've lost track of the politics here. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, man, we're in a fantastic position. <laughs> You're just purely I probably need something here. to 
to decide to do something crazy like charge into a melee. Okay, so Trick is continuing to, to hold the door. Ember is basically engaged in the same task, but on the outside of the door. Maynard and Rill throwing what they can over shoulders. And it's, it's a good thing that you are engaged in very obviously not being on the side of these rebels who are holding the building. Because it means that when the attackers break through, it's really clear that you're already on their side. There are some awkward standoffs for a minute. There's there's a lot of talking at you and about you. Uh, but because, you I mean, you've got dead rebels at your feet. It's a bit of a clue as to whose side you're on. And hopefully somebody has been briefed. <laughs> yeah, hopefully so. It's very hard for you to know. But as the smoke <laughs> clears from this battlefield to reveal just a lot of bleeding rebels, most of them dead. You are not attacked. You are, in fact, on the side of the glorious victory for crown and country. Congratulations. Hey. We'll find out what happens next next week. But you won. Hey. Come Out and Play is a real play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. I can hear the communist national anthem. Yes. <laughs> I recognized it from like half a beat. I have been poisoned. <laughs>